0: Old fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to slash winbet. That's slash WYNNBET to claim your free bet today. Old fashioned football.
1: This deal right now to pancake eating mother. All right, deal. Old-fashioned football.
0: Welcome, welcome to old-fashioned football. We are heading into week three. Week two is. Almost over. I am Justin Mark. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. And before I continue, let me bring in my co-host. You can call her Miranda. You can call her Murr. I call her J Mark's wifey. I'm just kidding. I don't call her that. But you can find her on Twitter at jmark's Wifey. Miranda, how the hell are you doing today?
1: I am doing pretty good for a Monday. It's been a heck of a week, too, for fantasy football. It's not over yet. It's weird. Two Monday night games... Four week two.
0: Yes, a double header. The Bills and Titans are underway right now. Eagles and Vikings have not started, but they're about to. They are about to. What a week of football we had though. I
1: know. I What
0: a weekend. I
1: am winning right now, currently winning, four of my five leagues.
0: Nice. Two of
1: them are dependent on this tonight's games. It's it's weird having four like four teams of people on your roster. Yeah. That yeah. we don't have
0: it the is data weird. For yet. Yep, it is weird. So keep that in mind when we're bringing you all our stuff tonight. We don't know how the team's finished tonight because we're recording on Monday night. You're probably listening on Tuesday morning on hopefully a pleasant commute to work, or maybe you're just sitting at home. That's okay too.
1: Or maybe you're like us, you're listening to a podcast, brewing some coffee, and making the strenuous 10 yard walk to your office
0: (laughs) it's a dangerous walk (laughs) sometimes the cat runs right in front of you and you almost fall um yeah speaking of week of football the Ravens Dolphins game was a crazy one at halftime Ravens winning 28 to 7 in the fourth quarter Ravens winning 35 to 14 somehow still managed to lose that game same with the Browns Jets the Browns, they they blew it in Browns fashion, 30-17 mm-hmm. to 17 with two minutes left. And Flacco. To the
1: Jets. Yeah, to the <laughs>
0: Jets, right? Flacco, last week, sir, throws a lot. Had two touchdown passes in the last two minutes. And what was that other game? Uncle
1: Paul, what happened to your Raiders? <laughs> the Raiders were up 23-7, 16-point game against the Cardinals. The Cardinals come back, take the game into overtime. The Raiders end up holding them. All they needed to do was get into field goal position, but Renfro fumbles. Cardinals recover, run it back for a touchdown. Game is over. That had to be painful to watch.
0: Very painful, especially for those Raider fans like your Uncle Paul, like our buddy Chris. Um, And real quick, before we continue, on a very serious note, we would like to just take time to send our condolences to anybody that had to play against (laughs) Ravens or Dolphins players. Like, what an insane game. Lamar Jackson went off. Mark Andrews, mm-hmm. Rashad Bateman, and then Tua with six touchdowns. Uh, Tyreek Ty- Hill. Tyreek Hill, I had a, who you have a lot of.
1: Yes, 46 points in multiple leagues for me. Yep. I was I was really happy.
0: And Jalen Waddle getting involved with two touchdowns, 11 catches, and 171 yards as well. Just if you had to go against them, which I did have to go against Tua. Somebody started Tua against me, and that was in our league where – 40-yard touchdown passes get four bonus points. Mm -hmm. So I lost bad. I lost bad. I also had a bet with your your uncle, your Mm -hmm. Uncle Brent, who is a Packers fan. We obviously are Bears Bears. fans. I had a bet with him that if the Bears lost, now he wanted to have any player on my team if the Bears lost. His choice. (laughs) I was not confident in the Bears winning. I nixed that right away. But um, we made a bet where if the Bears lost, he got to pick my little picture um, for my team picture and my team name. So now I have a nice picture of Rodgers in his Con Air look when he showed up to training <laughs> camp. And my team name, sadly, is I Still Own You. So, Yeah. <laughs>
1: i love it I yeah love it. <laughs> uh,
0: i had to limit it we he said till rest of season and i said how about four weeks four weeks sounds good because i don't want to have rogers as my picture for that long
1: it might like jinx your whole season
0: <laughs> it could or maybe it'll go well i guess we'll see if it goes well you know me i'm superstitious i won't be able to change it
1: <laughs> you won't be if now, i
0: win the next four weeks i can't change it you'll
1: have rogers that, <laughs> yes that, that's awful that's it is
0: awful. all right so what do we got up next Got our injury report.
1: Yes, let's talk about some of these injuries that are going to change people's seasons here.
0: Yeah, we had a couple big ones. One, of course, Trey Lance with his broken ankle, and um, who came in for Trey Lance?
1: Jimmy G, your boyfriend. He's Jimmy relevant G. again, he is. ish, ish.
0: I guess you do not have to change your team name, Mrs. Garoppolo.
1: No, I can I can keep that one. <laughs> Even if he's the backup, I can still keep that.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, it, speaking of 49ers, Terian Davis-Price with a an high ankle sprain.
1: Yeah, so this is interesting because the 49ers already are without Elijah Mitchell. Next week will be a good week for you if you are one of the people who picked up Jeff Wilson.
0: Absolutely.
1: Another interesting fact that you, if you don't already know... Marlon Mack joined the 49ers practice squad this last week.
0: Yeah, so that is uh, early waiver wire there. We're throwing a bonus one in Mm -hmm. because we are going to get to waiver wires later in the show, so keep listening to that. Who else we got on the injury report?
1: This one pains me. Justin Herbert. He um, fractured his rib cartilage. He's day-to-day right now. I think it's really going to come down to his pain tolerance, but I'm hearing that his fracturing your rib cartilage is a lot more painful than if he had actually just broken his ribs so I think that that's going to hurt me in a couple of my leagues I do have him in multiple leagues yeah I'm gonna probably need to be making plans if I'm not confident on my backup quarterbacks
0: and that is a painful in- injury I mean I've injured the uh, intercostal muscles which are right mm-hmm. there in the ribs and At the time, I feel like I couldn't even vacuum without being in pain, so let alone throw (laughs) a football. Well, they're saying
1: he's in pain breathing right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, but we'll see if he's tougher than me. I I gave up (laughs) vacuuming. We'll see if he'll give up getting hit by 300-pound guys. (laughs) It was a tough sacrifice. I had to give up vacuuming for a while.
1: Yeah, hard sacrifice for you. (laughs) All
0: right, who else we got?
1: James Connor, I think he was up on the report.
0: James Conner did not have significant damage to his ankle, but... Keep monitoring in case he doesn't play. He's a running back. He's got to be able to cut. So that is going to have an impact on his um, gameplay, obviously, because if he can't make cuts, then he's not going to be in there. We'll talk a little bit about his backup later. But for right now, in case you're planning on betting if he's going to be in, if you're thinking about joining WinBet, now's the perfect time because new customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select Build Your Own Bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so that they know we sent you. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be a 21 or older and present in the state where play-through WinBet is available. If you were for someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by FuboTV. If you watch football, you need FuboTV. FuboTV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. And right now, you can try FuboTV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com SGP. That's FuboTV.com, F-U-B-O-T-V.com SGP. We're also brought to you by OddsTrader. I use OddsTrader all the time when I want to look at lineups to place my bets. You go to OddsTrader, it'll give you all the books and give you the lines so you can make sure you're getting the best place. Compare odds from major sports books. Compare different sign-up codes, promotions. Get the best deal possible. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker, so no longer flipping from app to app trying to find out, did I place my bet on this one or that one? I can't remember. They have handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics. Projected game day weather bet tracker allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activities activity you want to get down on oddstrader go to oddstrader.com/ bluewire oddstrader the number one site for all your game day bets righty
1: Justin yes I have to stop you
0: stop me do you have something in that glass holy cow how did I miss this
1: I don't know we did this again
0: <laughs> oh my goodness I apologize Miranda what are we drinking today
1: we are drinking. Legent Legion Kentucky Straight Bourbon.
0: Yes, that's right. If you're new to our show, obviously we always drink uh, an old-fashioned and review a whiskey, so stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, feel free to join us. Unless you're on your morning commute, probably not a good idea.
1: If you're not and you are feeling up for a drink, go ahead, give us a pause. If you have Legion at home or wherever you are, get some drink with us.
0: Yeah. In fact, give us a pause. Go out and buy it. And then come back and listen or Here listen to us on your way to the store. <laughs> Either way, um, don't drink and drive. Don't drink it on your morning commute and just enjoy your coffee. And if you don't drink anyways, that's okay. We're still going to enjoy ours. All right, Miranda, you got a, our, our new topic that we came up with last week, right?
1: Sir throws a lot. Sir
0: throws a Last lot. Last
1: week it was Joe Flacco with his fifty-nine throws. This week coming in at fifty throws, not fifty-nine to a Tagovailoa.
0: Yeah, what a performance to come back! We already talked about how they came back and won. We already talked about how. If you played against him, you had a bad day. But six touchdowns, so
1: yes, six touchdowns.
0: We're going to talk a little, just a little teaser here. We're going to talk a little bit about Tua later with one of our questions. Yeah, so we don't
1: get too much into him right now.
0: Yep, yep. So, um, but next we're going to talk about our studs and duds. We like to kind of point out some of the guys that way mm-hmm. overperform their projections and some of those that laid big stinkers. So, and just
1: just as a reminder, these are everything we're going to be talking about. It's based off of half PPR. Points. Yep. Right yep. in the middle there. Most of our leagues are PPR, but for any of the any of you who aren't, yeah. we're half PPR.
0: Nice happy medium there, just in case you're in a standard or a half PPR. Uh first on the list, Joe Flacco, who doesn't care about PPR because he's a quarterback. Projected 17.2, but in that comeback win where he threw two touchdowns in the last two minutes. Scored 39.88 fantasy football points.
1: Now, we're not going to be bringing Joe Flacco into our waiver wire pickups because Zach Wilson is still expected to be coming back soon, possibly as early as week four. So even after that great performance, I don't know if I would be spending a lot of your fab or really trying to go after Flacco. He'll, He'll be out of there soon.
0: Yep, yep, I agree. Um... Uh, Zach Wilson. Sorry, I could not spit his name out, even <laughs> though you just said it. Zach Wilson is uh, the leader of that team. Uh, rookie last year, he's in, in his sophomore season, and he had that knee um, scope done, but they he should be back in a couple weeks. Yes,
1: another quarterback stud. We already mentioned him. Sir throws a lot to Atagavaloa. Projected seventeen point five points. Finished with a whopping forty point eight six. He he had a great game,
0: and it was more if you have a uh, a league that offers bonuses. I know that <laughs> first really bit you it, in the ass. <laughs> it did really badly, so a little bitter about that. Uh, but you know what? Hey, we're you know, the ones that created we, it. I was going to say
1: we put those rules in. We yep. wanted to have some
0: fun. Yep, live and die by them. Oh, another stud, Christian Kirk. Now I'm excited about this one because I actually drafted him in several different leagues. The first league I got him in, I wasn't that thrilled. I was just kind of grasping at straws. I got him for $2 in our auction league. And then I kind of really talked myself into him. So I went for him in other leagues and more leagues. But anyways, projected just a measly 6.6. He finished with 26 after a two-touchdown performance for the Jaguars. Um, You know, they're paying him a lot of money to perform well. And if he keeps having games like this, he's, he's a target, maybe a trade target. Maybe he's definitely somebody that should be on your radar.
1: Next up, rookie Garrett Wilson had a breakout game for the Jets. Originally projected 6.6 points and finished with 26. He also had 33% of the Jets' target share. However, I have a feeling that's probably an outlier, but this week he is a stud.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, A lot of promise for Garrett Wilson. So you got to hope that he stays on track when Zach Wilson comes back. So we're going to move on to the duds. And first up, you you probably don't have him as your QB1. uh, But in a super flex league or just deeper leagues, you you might have him on your roster. Matt Ryan. My, how Matt Ryan has fallen. I kind of thought he was past his prime. Nobody believed me. He used to be
1: my guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, Matty (laughs) Ice. Back in the day. Matty Ice used to be very fantasy football relevant. He was projected 16.1 points. Against the Jaguars, put up one point eight, where the Colts couldn't manage to even score. Um, just a, a pathetic showing, really.
1: And kind of going off of that, like you said, Colts had a horrible game versus the Jags. So running back Jonathan Taylor was a dud this week. Projected twenty point five, only got you six point eight. You know, like he went overall. I think general consensus consensus he was the number one running back being drafted yeah if you drafted him if you spent your auction budget on him you played him everyone started him and everyone who started him he did not perform for you
0: just something of interest i know it's only two weeks but the 38th drafted running back james robinson has more fantasy football points than jonathan taylor right now
1: that is crazy and unexpected. We're only in week two, though. Yep. However, if you want to panic trade, I'm open for taking offers. If you want to give me Jonathan Taylor,
0: it's definitely a great time to uh, hit up the the Jonathan Taylor people, the guys that manage him, mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, you know, he's just not doing what you thought this year. What would it take to get him? Because they may be panicking, and you might yeah. be able to get him for a good he's deal. He's still
1: going to be relevant in fantasy.
0: Absolutely, points. I think he'll turn it around. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a very great, talented running back. Uh, Speaking of talented running backs, Corderell Patterson, who we sang praises of last week. We told people to start him two weeks ago. Um, Dutted out with uh, projected 11.4, had 4.1. Not utilized in the passing game like he should have been. Just a a weird showing for Corderell Patterson, so that was very disappointing.
1: Another disappointment for me especially, Juju. Only got me 2.5 points. He was projected 10.8. He was just not, not in the game.
0: Yeah, um, Chiefs receivers overall did not look that great, So, uh, but Juju was especially disappointing because he's supposed to be their wide receiver one. Speaking of disappointing wide receivers, we had DJ Chark, Devontae Parker, Kenny Galladay all finished with zero points. Now, Kenny Galladay, he only played two snaps, which is crazy for a guy that they're paying a lot of money mm-hmm. to, but you know what? The Giants are two and zero, so apparently they're doing something right. Devonte Parker, I, I think he's droppable at this point. But here's here's the little nugget we're going to give you, and this is why you tune into old fashioned football. Right now you're panicking on DJ Chark because he had a zero point outing. He's worthless. You know, it's a Monroe St. Brown's team. Don't panic. He had 22% of the target share in week one. He did drop to 12% of the target share in week two, but 12% is still a good chunk. And he was targeted in in the end zone twice. It just happened to be broken up by the defense. So that could have been night and day difference for his game had he caught one or two of those. So I wouldn't panic on DJ Chark. Um, And that's kind of a thing. Like, if you have questions on if you should drop somebody or if you shouldn't, Send us a, um, a message Monday morning. We record on Monday night. Send us a message on Twitter, on the Discord, if you get down on the Discord. Um, send us a message, and we will break down the stats like this for you, let you know their target percentage, and tell you whether we think it's a droppable person or not.
1: Yes, please. We love getting your questions.
0: Yeah, and I, I, Miranda, you're a, an analyst, I'm a, an analyst. I'm a, a stat nerd as well. Mm-hmm. We have this Excel sheet that we, we have built that tracks not just target share, but change in target share, um, which will get us to our market movers that we're going to talk about in just a little bit here. But, you know, we have this data in front of us and we're putting the work in and we're building every week anyways. So reach out and, and use us for it. You don't have to put the work in. We will. We'll put the work in for you um so yeah just just make sure you you hit up our d slide into our dms as the kids <laughs> say right
1: yes and i one more dead for you i would not feel right if i didn't bring this up oh man kyle Pitt. i knew you were going
0: there
1: <laughs> projected 9.4 only got fantasy managers and justin and justin 2.9 points Justin, how is your Pitt's passion?
0: Um, you know things are getting a little cold. I think uh, I'm gonna have to start working in maybe some shoulder massages. Get the passion going a little <laughs> bit more here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I think you might need to change one of your team names.
0: It's it's well, ironically, I already did because that's the ah team, I missed it. <laughs> that's the team that was um, Pitt's passion became. I still own you. Oh, that's that league. That's so.
1: okay. I didn't miss it. I so, just didn't realize that yep. was your Pitt's so. We'll passion.
0: put passion on on hold for just a little bit and let that settle. Maybe after
1: four weeks, when you're ready to get rid of Rogers, yep, yep. Then um, maybe <laughs> Pitts will be doing something for you.
0: Absolutely. So uh, that's our studs and duds. We are going to talk about the market movers coming up here. And I'm uh, just kind of looking at some of the target share changes to give you an advantage. But before we do, speaking of advantage, let's talk about No House Advantage. They're changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning two hundred and fifty thousand plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player props, over-unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play, and you won't want to miss out. Plus, sign up with the promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. We're also brought to you by Promoguy.us. Promoguy is the best place if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odd boosts and huge cash bonuses from all their major sportsbooks. And they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I gotta say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates and they're some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that promo is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguy.us and check out their 100% track, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promoguy.us. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I'm in a bajillion of them. Our auction league is in there. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now, you could win on Sleeper by playing the new over-under game. Now, how it works is you can go right into your fantasy football matchups, look at your quarterback, say you have Lamar Jackson, and you think he's going to go throw for over two yards. You, you pick that and you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together and I know on our SGP uh, page, Over Under page, excuse me, we had winners again for the second week in a row. Row. Not only do they have NFL, but they also have college football player props. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now and play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Alright, Miranda, why don't we talk about some market movers
1: okay i am so sorry i don't know how you made it through those ads i'm trying not to laugh over here our dog aspen is out and i was trying the entire time to wake her up she is snoring so loud she's very um,
0: distracting over there <laughs> she was running
1: snores. in her sleep just a second ago too oh man
0: so she's anyways, gonna get sorry. booted from the podcast room <laughs> if she doesn't uh, straighten uh Um, So the market movers, Mm -hmm. named after our last name, Mark. So market movers. We like puns. Kind of look at the target shares just so you can kind of see whose maybe value is going up and whose value is going down. So um, now that it's week two, this is our first week that we've had change in target share action. So this is the first week we've had it. And the first one on the list is Brennan Ayuk of the 49ers. He went from 8% with Trey Lance in there. To 33%. Now, I call that the Jimmy Garoppolo effect. Somebody to keep mm-hmm. watching on because it looks like Brandon Ayuk's stock is going up.
1: Someone else to look out for, somebody I drafted in a couple of our leagues, Chris Olave, wide receiver for the Saints. He went from 9% in week one to 33% of the target share for week two.
0: Two 33%ers in a row. I like it. Yes. Uh, the next one is Mac Hollins of the Raiders. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about some guy on the Raiders that is trending down as far as target share goes. But Mac Hollins is definitely trending up. Went from a measly 3% to 21% in Week 2. Somebody to watch for. If that continues, you might want him on your team.
1: And the Bengals' T. Higgins went from 4% in Week 1 to 29% in Week 2.
0: And that's kind of what we expected from mm-hmm. him after a disappointing Week 1. Uh, a popular person last week, and, and we even talked about him a little bit of maybe picking him up on the waiver, where Brown's Donovan People jones is trending yes, down. We, mm-hmm. um, he had 37% in that week one, and we thought, man, he looks like he's going to be the guy. Well, he dropped to 4%. So,
1: sorry if you listen to us. Yeah,
0: yeah. That but,
1: might not have been the best move.
0: Now it is two weeks, so we got to see which one of those yes. is going to become the norm. Hopefully... You listened to us and picked him up, and it's going to be the first one. But you, we're just going to have to see.
1: Also trending down, Devontae Adams. He was 49% of the Raiders' target share in Week 1. Dropped down to 18%. I don't really think it matters, but it is a interesting downtrend for him.
0: Yeah, we knew he couldn't keep 49% up no. over half, I mean, almost I, half the targets. I
1: hoped he would. <laughs> I'm sure
0: you did, because you spent $61 for him. But... um. Eighteen percent for your star stud wide receiver. You like to see a little bit more than that, and not to mention he didn't have. I think he had twelve yards. It di- he did have a touchdown, mm-hmm. so that did save his day. But uh, you want a bigger day from Devonte Adams. You do. Um, also trending down. It seems like it have, happens every week. Two, week one. Robbie Anderson comes out and has this great game, and you're like, Robbie Anderson is back. <laughs> And then week two, he's a disappointing. He went from 32% of the target share to 19, which, don't get me wrong, that's still a good chunk. It is. But his fantasy day was not what it was week one. And that happens every year. I don't know if you've noticed that trend, but I have because I normally target him in drafts. And he always has this great week one, and I don't start him because I'm like, well, I don't know what he's going to do. Well,
1: maybe you should. should You're noticing this trend. Start him week one, and then that's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right? Um, And then, yeah, start him week one, trade him after a good week. (laughs) Trade him. Yeah, and then week two and three and four, then he's normally not done. And you're like, well, I'm done with this guy, and then he has a great week. And, yeah, he's frustrating.
1: Rex Burkhead Texans running back, 22% of the target share for week one, down to 8% of the target share for week two.
0: Yeah, and if you if you have Rex Burkhead, kind of his bread and butter is um, in the passing game. Mm-hmm. But they had Damian Pierce much more involved this week, the rookie that we thought was going to own that backfield, and Rex did last week. So uh, the target share and carries down for Rex Burkhead, something definitely to keep an eye on and watch going forward. All right, anyways, we're going to jump right into the waivers because we know that's one of the reasons you tuned in. You want to know who you can be looking at to pick up to help improve on a, uh, maybe Maybe you're just looking to improve your bench, which if so, good on you. I know I have some spots to improve <laughs> in some leagues. We all do. We yeah, all do. I have some spots in my starters to improve, so we're going to jump right into the waiver wires and who you should be looking at, and if you're in a fab league, what you should be spending on them. So, Mert, why don't you kick us off?
1: All right. If you're looking for some quarterback help, we have a few quarterbacks here for you. Jimmy G, he is only rostered in 7% of leagues. He did have a passing. Why are you laughing at me? I'm
0: sorry. When you said Jimmy G, all I heard in my head was, Jimmy
1: G is not my lover. You only heard that because I <laughs> was singing that the other morning.
0: Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Go on with Jimmy G and his passing rushing touchdowns.
1: (laughs) Why did you bring that up? I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Only rostered in 7% of leagues, he had a passing and a rushing touchdown this week after he came in when Trey Lance went out.
0: Yeah, and people are crazy about Jimmy G. Um, As soon as it was announced that Trey Lance probably broke his ankle and would maybe likely miss the rest of the season immediately... The 49ers Super Bowl odds got better on the books, and immediately somebody in New York placed a rather large bet on Jimmy G to be the MVP. So if you believe those guys uh, or girls, sorry, those people, then Jimmy G is somebody you want to look at, yeah?
1: Apparently. um, For looking at fab, though, I still um, wouldn't do more than 5% right now, especially Jimmy G i relevant in the looks department. I just don't know. He's just not <laughs> in the past when he was there. Start like he just didn't perform fantasy wise. So
0: your Mrs. Garoppolo team name relevant again.
1: It, it was relevant before.
0: Well, not to me. Um, <laughs> we'll move on from Jimmy G, my sworn enemy. No, um, no, I agree with you. I wouldn't do much more than 5% because that is a running team, even though they're struggling on their runners. But anyways, um, their runners health. Sorry is what I meant. The next one, Cooper Rush. Uh, Cooper Rush came in for Dak Prescott and started last week, and man, he won the game for him. He looked pretty good, especially his connection with Noah Brown. And somebody put something out. Now, this was a super fan of the Cowboys, but put out there was another legend, a great player that got injured named Drew Bledsoe, and Tom Brady came in and helped them win a Super Bowl and then many others and became this legendary quarterback and now we have another legendary quarterback Cooper Rush comes in I I don't think I That's would go a that far much. it's it's a <laughs> lot of much but Cooper Rush um I will say when I pick him up in Madden and play him he does very well <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to translate to the field, but he. didn't. you mean
1: translate to real life, <laughs> to real
0: life. Yes. Yeah. To the, the real life field, not the virtual field. Um, but you know what? He did play a good game. And if you, maybe you had Dak, maybe you had Trey Lance. I saw some people say that they had both of them and you're desperate at quarterback. Cooper rush is a guy that you could pick up. I still, I wouldn't do more than 5%. Just like Jimmy G. I think he's limited by, He's probably a slight step above Jimmy G because they do have a lot of passing options, but um, I wouldn't break the bank for him.
1: One more quarterback for you, Jared Goff. Now, he is rostered in 22% of leagues, but that leaves 78% of leagues out there he's available in. He Something that I found very interesting, for fantasy points so far, now we're only in week two, <laughs> He is ranked ninth for quarterbacks with a total of 41.54 points. Ninth. I didn't see that coming. Um, So, anyway, he just had a great game against the Commanders with four touchdowns. Now, it's still Jared Goff, so I would caution you to be cautiously optimistic with his connection with Amon Ross St. Brown.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean and Kramer have sold me stock in Jared Goff Sucks Island. So we <laughs> we, we actually own an acre there. So I, I wouldn't get too crazy either. It is still Jared Goff. But he's looked pretty good. That Detroit offense with the run game opening up the pass game, it's looked pretty decent. Um, another one to talk about, Raheem Mostert, X 49 er now on the Dolphins. Um, He's rostered in 39% of leagues. Now, here's an interesting thing. The Dolphins have not ran the ball very well at all. Through two games, they have 151 rushing yards. Just to put that in perspective, the Bears, who most people would say is not a great offense, had more rushing yards against the Packers last night. Um, But anyways, Dolphins, 151 team rushing yards in two games. 51 of those came from Mostert in week two. He had 11 carries to Chase Edmonds, five. Uh, he was also involved in the pass game a little bit. Three catches, 6% of the target share. Raheem Mostert's a guy who, when he's healthy, he has played very well. And um, so if you're desperate at running back, if you've maybe suffered some injuries with Elijah Mitchell, uh, James Conner questionable, some of those other guys, then he's definitely somebody I would look at. I would consider spending 5 to 10%, depending on your situation and what you need, on Raheem Mostert. Um, again, He's a guy that he had flashes of being a really great running back with the 49ers. So um, that's something to look into. And when you're looking into that, you can look in a bunch of different stats at the Elias game plan app. Did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday and Thursday? and Sunday because it's NFL season our favorite time of year and whether you're into fantasy leagues betting on your team or just taking talking highlights around the water cooler at work the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias game plan app the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL NBA and MLB now Elias game plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats the Elias Sports Bureau the official statisticians of the U.S. Pro Sports Leagues the Elias game plan is full of information and insights provided by the their renowned research team, which means they constantly give you information that is up-to-date and that you can trust. If you're a stat nerd like me, you will love Elias Game Plan app, and not only will it help you make your bets, it's going to help you win your fantasy football games. League-validated team and player news and stats, head-to-head team comparisons ahead of matchups, along with Elias' key insights from the Elias statisticians, including injury impact analysis. We're going to talk about some of that head-to-head team comparisons in just a second with a Uh, something that miranda did that was just genius i'll toot her horn for it was genius but anyways elias game plan would have told you what she already knew and they're releasing new features all the time like their chat function which allows you to talk directly with their researchers so you get the information you need to feel comfortable when making big decisions on betting on your fantasy football team elevate your nfl season today and download the elias game plan app that's e-l-i-a-s and right now I've got a special offer for you when you subscribe. Get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use my promo code SGPN15. Find the game plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store and use my promo code SGPN. And now let's talk a little bit about Run Your Pool, introducing Run Your Pool VIP, a brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books, plus exclusive access to real money pools. Entry to our exclusive weeks one and two pools with guaranteed $5,000 payouts, as well as our season-long pool with a $100,000 payout. Hey, listen... That's a lot of cash. Get access to exclusive data to help with your weekly game picks, premium content like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools, and exclusive swag. Everybody likes swag. The top of the line here is here, and that is if you're a serious sports fan, You need Run Your Pool VIP. Use code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP and get 50% off your first month of Run Your Pool VIP. That's code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. All right, Miranda, I mentioned in the ad there.
1: I was just going to say, what are you tooting my horn for?
0: I'm going (laughs) to toot your horn because you looked at the matchups for the Saints. Mm Mm-hmm. And you looked at how Michael Thomas had done, which is something that you could have gotten from the Elias uh, sports game app because they do do head-to-head, head-to-head comparisons for teams. But you looked at, um, I'm sorry, I said Saints. I meant the Bucks against the Saints. You looked at Mike Evans, yes. a stud normally. Now mm-hmm. he we know he's suspended a game now. I did. Some, I
1: broke one of my rules.
0: Yeah, always I start your studs, right? Uh, you
1: always start your studs. Now I picked up, I know, I know where you're going now, so mm-hmm. I, I feel like I... Now I know, understand you. <laughs> um, I picked up Curtis Samuel off of the waiver wires in a couple leagues. And one of my leagues, I'm pretty stacked. I'm just going to say it.
0: That's all right. two And, and
1: more. I had Mike Evans in my flex. And it could have been argued that he should be wide receiver one or two, but I already had better wide receivers than him for my one and two.
0: Hence the stacked.
1: <laughs> and I picked up Curtis Samuel, and I – was debating if I wanted to play him or Evans. Now, Evans in the past two games against the Saints, Lattimore covered him so well that he didn't perform well. Yeah. And that isn't changing. So I just felt it was more of a risk to play him. And I decided for the heck of it, I was just going to throw Samuel in, see if he had a repeat performance for me. And I benched Mike Evans, and I'm glad I did.
0: Yeah, uh, just a uh, thought that you you wouldn't do unless you're really diving in. So um, hats off to you on that, first of all, because it takes a lot to bench a guy like Mike Evans. Well,
1: okay, in enough, if, in any other league, if Mike Evans had been, like I, I was stacked in this league, so I yeah. was like, what the hell? I'm just going to do this.
0: It didn't change your projections of winning or losing much.
1: It actually projected me to... Win by, I think I was at 65% for winning and I dropped down to 64% by swapping, but I was just like, oh well.
0: <laughs> you know, just a, a little, um, not exactly fantasy football, but you know, look at those matchups because Mar- Marshawn Lattimore, Lattimore just, he's got this. Something about him with the way he covers Mike Evans Mm -hmm. and the way he trash talks, he gets under his skin, which is why you see that Mike Evans is suspended now because Mike Evans fought with him. he will be
1: on my bench another week because he is suspended (laughs) a game now.
0: And that's Lattimore getting under his skin. So, you know, plan ahead for those types of things. And even if it doesn't always make sense, because benching Mike Evans for Curtis Samuel doesn't exactly make sense unless you take in all that data that you just talked about, the previous history take that all in think about it and do something a little against the grain because Curtis Samuel had a heck of a game mm-hmm. Mike Evans not so much so he had a he had an okay game but he was not jumping i don't think he was above 10 points by the time he got suspended whereas Curtis Samuel finished with like 21 i believe yeah so
1: now Tyreek Hill won the won the week for me in that <laughs> league but making that Still, move yeah. helps me as well
0: yep all right anyways Onto our waiver wires or continuing into our waiver wires. Miranda, who do you got for us next?
1: All right. Wide receiver for the Patriots, Nelson Aguilar. He is only rostered in 3% of leagues. Let's see. This week, 18% of the target share. Sorry, I had to double-check myself. <laughs> Last week, 17% of the target share. So we're seeing a consistent
0: yeah, good number there
1: for week two. He was six for six, 110 yards, and a touchdown this week.
0: Very nice. Yeah, he had a great game Mm -hmm. now. I was going to talk about Sterling Shepard, but
1: we talked about him last week. Well, and you're not giving me a chance, mister, oh, to I'm talk sorry. about my fab. Because I <laughs> realized I didn't talk about fab for Jared Goff because you interrupted me. And now you're cutting me off before I can I'm get just to I'm so excited about these waivers. I'm <laughs> well, sorry. the fab matters. <laughs> yeah, the fab <laughs> matters. I was going to let Goff go and not bring us back to that, but you're doing it again. So you need to chill.
0: <laughs> All fab matters. Okay, Goff, what do you have for him?
1: 10%. Okay. I think, and the reason is because. Like I said, ninth ranked right now for quarterbacks in fantasy. I think that if you're really hurting, if you're maybe in a super flex, I might go 10% of the fab.
0: I know what happened real quick.
1: What? Really? We have yeah, to discuss The this? weather
0: <laughs> is so nice on Jared Goff's Sucks Island right now because he's doing so well that I was just lost in the weather there. Anyways, Okay, we're,
1: you're done. <laughs> now, And again, fab, I would also do 10% for Nelson Aguilar. Um, I think the consistency there, like, okay, I think we said this last episode, it's a little early for me, unless I'm really hurting somewhere, or somebody really, like, you can just tell they're going to be something, and be very relevant later on in fantasy, it's hard for me to spend so much fab early on, Yeah, I like to get a lot of data behind it to see the consistency, but with Agalor, there is consistency already, he's consistent... Second week in a row, 18%. Previous week, 17%. So I would go up to 10% of my fab for him.
0: Yeah, I like it. All right, Justin.
1: Now you can move on. All
0: right. Well, I was going to say I was going to talk about Sterling Shepard, but we talked about him last week. So hopefully you picked him up because he's continuing to get a good target share and continuing to do decent. So I'm gonna He's ta- still
1: available though. He is still
0: available in almost
1: 80% of leagues.
0: Yeah. So obviously more people need to be listening to our advice because it doesn't it's not sucky. We don't we're not giving out sucky <laughs> advice here. We're not just drinking our whiskey and going, Oh yeah, go get that guy.
1: All right, move on.
0: All right. Um we're gonna I'm gonna talk about olamide Zacchaeus, owned in three percent of leagues. Look, he hasn't had huge numbers. He had 13% target share week one, but last week he had a red zone touchdown, and touchdowns are important. Touchdowns will win you games, but I wouldn't go crazy. I, I still think that Falcons offense is kind of learning itself. I still think they're, you know, getting their rhythm going. But if Pitts is going to continue to struggle, Zacchaeus might be the benefactor of Pitts' struggles. I wouldn't go crazy. Two to 4% of my fab, just kind of take a flyer on him and stack him on the bench. Who you got next?
1: Darrell Williams, running back for Arizona. He is rostered in 9% of leagues. So after Connor went out, he had eight carries for 59 yards and a touchdown. If Connor is going to miss time, you might want to think about picking him up. Due to that, if if you are a manager of Connor on your team's (laughs) I might consider going up to that ten percent. I don't know, somewhere between five and ten percent of your fab.
0: Yeah, definitely important if you want to handcuff him. Um, y- you know what? Maybe you're struggling on tight end. Maybe you're like me and you drafted Cole Kmet for I think or Kyle that, Pitts or yeah or Pitts. I think I spent thirteen dollars on Cole Kmet if I remember correctly. And that is
1: biting you right now. And he's scored less than two points you cannot do very well only having a tight end getting you one or two points a week
0: you cannot so i'm going to turn my t- attention to Mike Gesicki now he is owned in 53% of leagues so he, or managed he so he is rostered a little bit higher but maybe he's out there on the waiver wire and if he is he's worth a look um only 8% of the target share so it's not huge but that dolphins team is throwing the ball a lot right now he had 41 yards and a touchdown last week in their comeback win to the Ravens. I think him and Tua are going to continue to make some good plays. And, and look, defenses are going to focus on stopping Hill, focus on stopping Waddle. That leaves Gesicki. Um, if you're desperate like I am, I would go up to 10%. I know people don't think tight end is as important, but I do think tight end is important. So I'm going to spend 10% of my fab on it.
1: Another tight end you could look at is Logan Thomas for the Washington Commanders. He is currently rostered in about 20% of leagues. Week one, he had 15% of the team's target share. Week two, he was down a little at 11%, but he did have a touchdown, which helped him out. Now, unless you have a tight end like Andrews or Kelsey, who gets heavily involved in the passing game, you're going to be chasing touchdowns on your tight end. That is why we said earlier on in our podcast, if you listen to us and took our advice, invest in your tight end and it will pay off for you. Yes. Um, But Logan Thomas, we are seeing that the Commanders D cannot stop anyone. So they're going to need to throw to keep up in their games. So Logan Thomas might be someone worth looking at. And I might spend 10 to 15% of fab. If you're really hurting at tight ends, like you said, if you picked up, Cole Komet or we're relying on Kyle Pitts to be your tight end, then you're going to need to be looking for someone else right now.
0: Yep. Agreed. All right. So that's our waiver wire. So now one of my favorite parts, we get to drink some whiskey. Now, granted, we've been drinking our old fashions, but I want to tell you a little bit about Legion and Miranda wants to tell you a little about Legion. So Miranda, why don't you kick us off?
1: All right. Well, while, while I kick us off, I want you to be tasting this.
0: All right. I will drink.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, Legion is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, as I said earlier. But what I didn't mention is what makes this so unique is that it's partially aged in wine and sherry casks. Two whiskey legends came together in the making of this bourbon. Fred No bringing in over 225 years of bourbon making heritage with his family's historic bourbon recipe. And Shinji Fukuyo bringing over 100 years of Japanese whiskey artistry. So together they combine bourbon and Japanese whiskey styles to give us a bourbon that is unique from others. So one thing I wanted us to highlight is is what makes this bourbon so unique is that it goes through a very artistic process to get to the flavors that we are tasting.
0: So in staying true to their bourbon, they start with premium grains and they age it in selected charred white oak barrels. And so that kind of gives it the layers of caramel, oak and vanilla like your normal bourbon.
1: And then from there, they take some of the bourbon and they put it in sherry casks that contribute to its... has like a, a deep reddish hue, and it gives it layers in spice, raisin, and dried fruit flavors.
0: Yeah, so something else that's interesting, another portion of it is aged in French oak wine casks, which gives it different oak notes than just your traditional white oak bourbon. And the wine casks also give it a mild, fruity undertone and a little bit of a light acidity.
1: Shinji then takes the... The bourbon, just the Kentucky straight bourbon. And then he takes some of the secondary finished bourbon from the wine casks and the sherry casks and he blends them together. And his blending process, like being in control of that, allows them to balance all three of their flavor palettes consistently to get Legion's flavor profile.
0: Yeah. And so overall, you know, their goal is just like it's made The taste should start out like a bourbon, but then it features very complex flavors that come from those wine and sherry casks.
1: And I would have to say, this is it's very unique as a bourbon. Um, I know when we first tasted it, I think this was probably, it it was one of the first bourbons that we tasted that wasn't just Kentucky, like a straight bourbon. It was one of those more like a craft bourbon, an artistic bourbon that we're starting to see so much more of and makes... Mm -hmm bourbon tasting in my opinion so much fun because we're seeing all this variety and like flavor profiles. Um but it is definitely I would say it definitely does. It it starts tasting like you taste bourbon and then immediately it goes into all the the complexity of everything you're tasting.
0: Yeah. Um if I'm being completely honest, the first time I tried this, I wasn't a huge fan and I think it was just too complex. Because it is a very complex flavor. But the more I had it, the more I really liked it because of its complexity. And I started to appreciate that complexity. Mm -hmm. Um, It it just, there's so many different tastes to pick up on as you're sipping this one down.
1: Yeah. And even smelling it, like, it does smell woodsy. Like, you can, it's not just the white oak. You're smelling, there's multiple wood scents there. And then I also like a hint of wine.
0: Yeah, I can like, yep.
1: I can pick up on that if I'm smelling it, tasting it. It's it's complex. It's really good in an old fashioned. It doesn't yeah. lose itself.
0: Nope, not at all. Then this is one that it's strong in the old fashioned doesn't lose itself, but it's not harsh going down at all. No. It's oh, not no. strong going it's down. Smooth. It's a smooth mm-hmm. one. You don't make a face when you drink this no. one. Um, it's, it's very good. It's very unique. This is a very unique one. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of bourbons, you taste them and you're like, oh, that is a bourbon. This one, it it is a bourbon, but it's, it's just very different. Mm -hmm. It's a very different flavor profile than others. Yes. So
1: I highly recommend it. Go out, get yourself a bottle, try it
0: and believe it or not we got this one at Costco so
1: (laughs) (laughs) we did the um, ongoing theme of our podcast
0: yes and, and it is a very good one I highly recommend it if you're a bourbon fan and you like complex flavors then you you definitely should try it out so Miranda our mailroom auditions continue is it
1: time is it time
0: it is time are you ready for this hopefully what
1: do you have for me I'm a, a little th- nervous. This
0: is a little excerpt. You
1: were you were giggling
0: before, so uh, I'm nervous. Yep. Here we go. Let's let's do a little mailroom uh, intro. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Will you deliver something for me, please? Will you deliver for me, please? Because yeah. <laughs> I've got to send it overseas. <laughs> because it gets real hot. Deliver to my boyfriend. All right, we can be done with this
1: one.
0: <laughs> um, that was the vocal talents of Wayne Brady from Whose Line Is It Whose anyway?
1: Line? Yes. Um, uh, that's not it, Justin. You're, the search is not over.
0: The search continues. Um, our first mailroom question is from a good friend of ours, Cody Zeeb. You can check out all his work. He's on the... the uh, The F1 Gambling Podcast, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, he does NASCAR DFS, he writes football, he writes NBA.
1: He does it all.
0: He does it all. Check him out on SGP because he's all up and down that stuff. Um, And Cody Zeeb is a great guy and a great sports analyst. But anyways, he wants to know, Miranda, what Tua is the real Tua? Is it week one Tua or is it week two Tua?
1: Let me make this real simple. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Um
1: no, yeah. They're both the real Tua. Um no. I think that this week Tua showed us that he does have a higher ceiling than we expected. I don't expect to get six touchdown games from him consistently, but I know that the potential is there now. Um, I always thought him having um Tyreek Hill on the team was gonna help him. And I'm still excited to see what they'll do this season, but consistency—I think it's going to be hit and miss. Yeah for for him to get those numbers.
0: Yeah, it. I don't know why. I don't mean to be. Um, down on to it. Down on Well, I was going <laughs> to say I don't mean to be down on lefties. It is hard for me to get behind a left quarterback because there are not many successful left-handed quarterbacks. And for some reason, it's just hard for me to get behind two. So you're discriminating
1: against the left-handed quarterbacks. I am, everybody. and
0: I'm sorry, oh but <laughs> but I think what we saw last or this last week, this weekend, I think what we saw is when you invest in a good line that will protect the quarterback and give him some time, and you have two of the fastest receivers in the league that can get separation. If the quarterback has time to hold the ball, what happens? Receivers get separation. And so I think if that can continue, if the line can continue to hold those receivers, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle continue to get their separation, you're going to have some big things from Tua. You're going to have a big year from Tua fantasy football-wise. I'll get behind him fantasy football-wise. I'm going to get behind Tua fantasy football-wise. I'm not going to get behind him as a quarterback betting-wise yet. I'm not going to say, hey, the Dolphins are for real. They're winning their division, anything like that. But... I will get behind him as a fantasy football quarterback. I do think he's going to have more good games than bad games.
1: I would have to agree with that.
0: So, Cody, I hope that helps. Um, I think we're kind of in between, but I think week two is starting to show more of what Tua can do and kind of what they can scheme for him going forward. Um, We have one more question for our mailroom. This is from Jordan Wallace. He wants to know after that monster game from Aaron Jones, he immediately got a trade offer. Aaron Jones, his Aaron Jones for Joe Mixon. Should he trade him? Miranda, what do you think?
1: Yes. <laughs> that was quick and uh, yep, easy for quick me. Quick and to the point. No, um, I think it's a great opportunity to get rid of Aaron Jones if you have him because, and this is painful to say, it was painful to watch, the Bears gave him that game. Yeah. Our defense was horrible.
0: It was. Um, they, I think they averaged almost 10 yards a run, no matter w- whether it was Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, and I think right now, like, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying Aaron Jones isn't going to be fantasy relevant. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying if you have him right now, I think you can get something good for him in a trade. Um, just looking at the Packers' schedule, they have Tampa Bay and the Patriots on deck. These are teams that are going to be hard against the run. I don't think he's going to have a good week the next two weeks.
0: Yeah, I agree. And while Aaron Jones is really good, two games in a row, he's been outtouched by A.J. Dillon.
1: Mm -hmm. That is something else to think about there.
0: Yeah. So while his fantasy output is good right now, and I think it will continue to be good, he's been outtouched by A.J. Dillon in two weeks and Joe Mixon is sitting there by himself. Samajay Pirine he's
1: gonna be cons- is not a threat. No, Mixon is going to be consistent. He's going to stay very involved. I think it's a good trade. I think you do it. Just do it.
0: Yep. Our last one, uh, Giovanni Caputo has Justin Herbert. Miranda feels your pain. I do. I, I have him in a league, too. But would you pick up, just in case he's going to be injured, would you pick up Goff, Garoppolo, or Lawrence?
1: Okay, so I know I talked about Goff being... Currently, ninth range quarterback. It's only been two weeks though. I don't know. I I might just thinking about Lawrence. I think I'd have to go with Lawrence.
0: Yeah, I think with just for bench purposes, I don't think you can go wrong with Goff or Lawrence. But Mm -mm. it's still Goff. I still don't trust him. And Trevor Lawrence, man, he was elite at Clemson. You got to think he's he's getting back to that. He's starting. You know, they just beat the Colts. They're starting to show those flashes. I think he's going to be fa- fantasy relevant as well.
1: Now, we didn't say a thing about Jimmy G.
0: <laughs> him out of those three, I would not pick up. I I just think, I think fantasy wise, I mm-hmm. don't think I would pick him over those other two.
1: And I, I would think I would have to agree with you. I wouldn't do it yet. I know that they're betting on Jimmy G being MVP and they're thinking that the 49ers now have a better chance of going to the Super Bowl. I just don't I don't see it yet.
0: Yep, I don't either. I
1: don't, I don't know if I would bank on that.
0: So if you have the bench spot, take Goff or Lawrence, you know, go with your gut, um, but one of those two. So anyways, that's all we got in the mailroom. That's all we have for waivers, studs and duds, market movers. Um, th- that's all I have for old-fashioned football. Miranda, do you have anything else?
1: No, and this old-fashioned is looking pretty empty.
0: Going once, going twice.
1: Sold. <laughs>
0: old-fashioned football.